Hey, what's up guys? Welcome to the MDC Talks. My name is Omari Carter. We are the Motion Dance Collective, a screen dance production company that promotes the creation, presentation and education of dance on film practice. We are here for round two of our talk about Crumera with Neos Gil Cortez. Anna Clifford has joined us and we're just going to chat away about the process of making work that goes from stage to the screen space. Mm. So my first question is, how did Crumera come about in the first place. I saw online that you had some uh, laboratories, some creative choreographic laboratories in Madrid and Mallorca. Mm -hmm. And so w was that the, the beginning of your research, research and development to make the work? Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, it, it was first commissioned by the um, League of Professional Theatre okay. Women in Spain. Right. Um, and it was, it was interesting because I Don Quixote as a, as a book, uh, it's been quite important for me um, since, since I was a teenager. Um, so um, I kept on thinking about that character and about that character today right. in, a, in an age where it seems that talking about changing the world is, is kind of naive mm -hmm. and pretty impossible. Mm -hmm. um, and then I, I just wanted to, to use that story as a reflection of where, where we are today. Mm -hmm. um, then working with the, with the professional league, they were, they were saying, oh, but why do we always have male uh, mm. main characters, ma main protagonists? Mm. Um, and then I said, that's a really good point. <laughs> and then I, I kept on thinking about it and it just occurred to me that um, the the unusual hero of today would be <clears throat> an older woman. Mm. You know, um, they do contribute a lot to the community. They are um, in all of the all of the neighborhood um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. kind of talks, and they go to demonstrations, and they do a lot. But it's not the kind of person that we think mm -hmm. when we think of a hero. Of a hero, yeah. Um, so, so then it became the story of of this woman. Um, and then another aspect of it was that I wanted to integrate circus and dance and theater. So the thing, the, the, the laboratories that I did in Madrid and in Mallorca were about that synergy. Mm -hmm. What happens when you combine in the studio artists mm. from these three specialities. Right. Amazing. That's insane. Yeah. So what... Obviously, you had all of those separate creation processes, and then you made it into a live work initially, and then we met and had our conversations about making it into a film. What sparked your interest in making it into a dance film in the first place? Um, I think, interestingly, I, I think about my business in a very cinematic way, always. I think it's because I really like cinema. Yeah. Um, so this, this has been said to me before that other pieces were really cinematic and Chimera specifically, um, it, it just lent itself very well to a film yeah. because it's a story about a woman that goes on a journey and then um, gets crazy or what is perceived as crazy. <laughs> and then there was a lot that the film could do to enhance that, yeah. that perhaps in the theatre it's, it's I would say, I'm not sure it's more difficult, but it has to be done in a different way. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Mm -hmm. For so, the audience so, to get that. From, yeah. yeah. So there were really clear ideas that I thought, oh, this would work so well as a yeah. film. Yeah. 
Um, and then I, I spoke to you guys and you agreed. <laughs> yeah. And you were like, like yep. yeah, let's do this. <laughs> Wonderful. Awesome. Can I jump in? Yeah, no, go for it. Okay, great. So speaking about the theme of this discussion is stage to screen. So my first question is, what are the initial factors you think about when uh, transitioning a stage, a live performance to dance on screen? Mm. So what are your initial thoughts? I mean, speaking on Quimera or just on any other experience you've had. Yeah, I think mm -hmm, what, it, what is really apparent is that um, in a theater you usually have a, a black box. So it's a, it's a space that could be anything. Yeah. And you're having to fill with a space, with, yeah. with a story and a certain visual concept. Whereas when you're, when you're filming, you are in a, in a space, mm. in a real space, unless you have the budget to mm. create a whole mm. <laughs> set. Mm. <laughs> um, but um, so, so that, that is really interesting because it all of a sudden brings a, another layer of, of what you're trying to communicate. Um, mm -hmm. We were talking about the scene um, of, of the puppets in the rain. Um, <laughs> that get crazy. <laughs> if you watch the first video, you'll understand what I mean. Um, and, and we were talking about how the background transforms that scene massively. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, because in the theater piece, it would have just been on a black. Backgr a black background, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And in a way, um, also, of course, you get the close-ups, and the close-ups can be so interesting mm -hmm. um, because you you're also selecting what the what the audience is seeing. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you do that in theater through lighting, but it's not the same mm -hmm. because you have obviously at least three meters or yeah. more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. wonderful. Yeah, no. It Any thoughts to add to that? Yeah, I no. Mean, it definitely does change. I mean, I think. Um, just as Neos was saying, is that the architecture of the spaces are different. So when yeah. you're constructing for a proscenium march, you understand that there's a fourth wall and your audience is going to be over here, but then your audience can be anywhere that you want them to be, but the architecture now becomes this frame. Yeah. It now becomes the architecture of what camera you've got in your hand. Yeah. Um, and so your dancers have to adhere to that new architecture. Your dramaturgy and anything your direction of the piece and your choreography especially has to change with this new space mm -hmm. so uh, it's always quite nerve-wracking taking a piece that has already been constructed to live and transposing that into film because you want to make sure you get the same feeling across yeah. through the transposition yeah so yeah. Um, it's always really exciting and even when we first started editing and I got all the rushes and I watched all the rushes I was like it's one of the first times I've ever done it but I was like I want news to come over and, and edit, edit with, me. with me because yeah. these pieces of the puzzle it's such a new puzzle I've never had yeah. before. It's such an abstract puzzle. It's not like, you know, well, <laughs> it's not clear yeah. lines and clear things where you go, okay, I find the corners. It's like, hold on a second. What? <laughs> What's this, in your I'm, mind? And the, yeah, exactly. It's great. It was nice to see yeah. Naos's mind in pieces. Yeah. So I needed her to construct that. Yeah. At least the first construction of that. Or at least tell me where she wanted to go. And then she could leave me to go and go, right, okay, I understand what this puzzle is supposed to look like now. Yeah. Um, so it was just exciting getting a new... A, a, a new, uh, uh, yeah, new pieces of choreography that I had never worked with before. That sort of tone, that sort of quirkiness, yeah. and so I needed to edit a little differently than what I would than usually you normally do. Hundred um, percent. So I need a new stair to kind of. So that's. I think that was one of the greatest things for me, is having new stair. And then when she left, it was like, good, all right, it's done. I know exactly what I need to do. Yeah. I know the tone of the piece, and then now we can construct it. I mean, that collaboration 
in the edit is so important too, especially yeah. in, with Kumera because there's mm. so many different dimensions to it. Yeah. You know, and it's really important to bring everything together and really portray that story in the way that you want it to be told. Mm. So it was amazing, even just the little bit that I got to watch of you guys editing together. <laughs> and we had so much I was fun. just oh hiding God. in the back like, ooh. Yeah. We it's a really so interesting yeah. process yeah. to watch because, you know, you have two different eyes, two different minds. Obviously it's your baby, but, but you've got this eye for editing. So seeing that sort of like collaboration of ideas and well, what if we do this here? It's a really, it's like watching a whole other work but, of art. But we were also really, in tune, I felt like yes. there were moments of like, and got it here, and yeah. it was just exactly the time. Like what we felt. felt the timing because, of course, we both come from we're both yeah, professional from, dancers, from, yeah, so exactly. it was also very intuitive. You were in so in sync, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, it was, yeah. no, because it was nice because essentially we were just choreographing together again, yeah. And so I just didn't want to choreograph Neos's piece by myself yeah. and re-choreograph her piece and not get that feeling right. So once I knew we were in sync, as soon as she left, I could continue with that aesthetic and go okay cool I think she would want it to cut here because yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. here is a bit is a bit more like jarring or a little thing like that okay that's what we're going for let's continue that um, we're enjoying the long takes right let's continue with that sort of vibe and these intercuts in so there was a, definitely a, a rhythmic structure to Kumira as a piece mm -hmm. and it's totally a new rhythmic structure that I've, I've worked, ever discovered. worked with before yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah that, that juxtaposition between those really long takes mm -hmm. and then really sharp pieces of information bah! And you go, whoa, whoa. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, and we would be like, they'd be like, yeah, it just needs to, just needs to be like, mm, 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 cut in there, cut in there. We go back to the long take and then we both sit there and exhale. Like, it's, it's beautiful. So it's, I love editing like that. I love, um, that's how I edit. I edit with a choreographic mindset um, in, in the hope that, um, yeah, it could adhere to the choreography yeah. <laughs> that is on the screen. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a, I'm very happy that it was it was that process because it's not always that. Yeah, you know. and and that is one of the added um, differences mm. I think, which is the, the choreography of the camera. Yeah, mm. um, and mm. James being a, um, a dancer as well helped with that movement, mm -hmm. um, and the choreography of the editing, which yes. can completely change, um, change. everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And also the timing. I think the timing of a, of a film mm. it's very different from the timing of a performance. That's a really good point. Yeah. How long you're, is the you're piece? choosing the pace, aren't you? The piece is an hour. Right. The live the, piece the live is an piece hour. Yeah. Yeah. And how long is the final edit? Fifteen. Right now? Fifteen. Yeah. yeah. Right, Fifteen minutes. <laughs> so it, it was at first when we were having our first meeting. Mm -hmm. Omar was like, "Great, but you know, uh, <laughs> how do we? Right. How are you going to shorten right. it?" Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, no. Um, so it's is is. It's a lot of choosing and yeah. and also being being flexible. I think yeah, at the at the time, mm -hmm. um, having a, a a good idea of what you want to do, but be ready to change it. To change it up, yeah, because you don't know what's gonna happen. And actually, even when you're filming it, you might have an idea. Oh, I want this to be the focus. But when you watch it back on screen, you're like, actually, you change your mind. Yeah, you know, this makes more sense now. Now that I'm seeing it after we filmed. Right. But I think. Um, yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. It's condensing one hour into 15 minutes mm -hmm. and choosing how can I keep this essence of this hour of live work mm -hmm. and portray that, you know, emotion and that story in with 15 minutes. With this new minutes. pace. Yeah, with the location and the, yeah, yeah. the framing of the shot yeah. and the close-ups and everything that you're talking about. It changes the game, doesn't it? Yeah. And also, I think, um, for instance, in the first, uh, in the first scene, yeah. James had a really good idea of all of the all of the 
dancers disappearing at the end and Chimera is left on her own right. which of course is something that you cannot do in the, right. yeah. on the stage right. because you clearly <laughs> are living uh, but it's beautiful to, to speak about that transformation in, in her head and to yeah. lead into the home scene absolutely yeah because as you were saying in that first scene because it was um, or a few of the scenes were quite long takes so the dancers had to re appropriate themselves in that space, hiding behind cameras and doing all these sorts of things. How did you prep the dancers for the the the, the, change, the, the change? Yeah, because like obviously it's the difference between performing getting ready to perform a piece in its entirety, a one hour piece all the way through, and then getting ready to do one piece twenty eight times. One you know, section, <laughs> section of piece. over and over and over it is, again. Yeah, that's a really, like, that's a whole other even thing. Even when I've done yeah. photography, I always get injured because you're always doing that same jump over and over, over and again. Over. And you don't do <laughs> yeah. that in the piece. No. So no. You, that right leg is torn like by the end of the piece. Yeah. So I was just wondering, yeah, was there something that did you change the way that you choreographed when you were remaking? Or was it the same process and it didn't really change much at all? Just preparing their minds Just for the fact that they were going to have to do it well, multiple times. We are really lucky that everybody is really, really experienced right. And right. in the cast. So I, yeah. I didn't have to do much. Right. <laughs> they, right. they were really ready and prepared for, for it. Um, and in fact, for instance, Sarah, the main character, mm -hmm. she, every time she did it, she did it better on her own mm -hmm. because she really could understand what was needed right. uh, and also the communication with with james was really good right. and and she it was like we started clapping at the end of <laughs> oh, one scene oh, because it was so like cool. wow and <laughs> um, so that's why i always like to work with very experienced yeah. dancers because yeah. i think it's um, it's a blessing it yeah it's yeah. something that you cannot quite explain as a director yeah, you know it's right. not about being a uh, police woman and being like, hey, okay, we're gonna do this. It's about them really embracing that. Mm -hmm. So they, yeah, they were really good about it. Um, mm -hmm. And they, I think they, they all knew that was going to be the case. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Magic. Yeah. Mm. So next question, let's see here. Uh, what do you feel the biggest challenges are about adapting a stage work to the screen? It's one of my questions, but yeah, you can take it. <laughs> what? That was one of my that was one of my questions, but no, it's it's very yeah. But what are the challenges? What was the James? biggest challenge on any challenges, oh, yeah. James? Production side. Um, <laughs> a million of them. A million. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. For me, the timing, the timing, it really it was a challenge for me. The like timing of the, yeah, the, 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 the fact that that it has yeah, to, to be condense it into fifteen very minutes. condensed, and oh. also that um, especially because in Kimera there is an evolution of the character, yeah. so that evolution had to happen a lot quicker than it does in the in Live the performance. performance. Oh, yeah. So for me, it was my main question was is the audience going to understand what's happening mm -hmm. <laughs> or are they going to be completely um, flabbergasted and be like what's happening lost <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so I from my point of view I think um, in general if we're talking about converting uh, performance to screen um, the main challenge I would say is uh, bringing is finding a way of communicating with 
whoever's piece it is, whether it's a producer or a director or a choreographer in this case, yeah. uh, and and finding a clear mm. and efficient way of communicating with them that the piece is going to change. Yeah. And I think uh, that what would be kind of the biggest issue, which I think that is kind of one of the biggest challenges of doing this, yeah. kind of became our blessing in this case because you know, this was very open to Absolutely. doing that and, and very and I feel like you have a lot of experience in thinking in that way anyway, so you were very uh, ready and prepared to make quite drastic alterations to yeah. what the stage piece was in order to put it on film. Um, right. And I think that for me is where I, from my point of view, what my role in the process is, that's where I see a lot of the problems is people are like, well, this isn't what I made. So, you know, if we change it, then it's not, it's not the piece anymore, but, yeah. but it has to change because it's a new medium. It's a new delivery method. It's yeah. a different viewer pool. Even you, you've got a slightly yeah. different audience right. um, and you have new tools at your disposal than you, than you would have on stage. Um, so it's always going to change and I think the, the faster people accept that grasp hold of that and understand the balance between what has been created and what can be created yes the better the work ultimately comes out like but that was uh, incredibly smooth in this in this in case, this case. Right. Yeah. I think it's also yeah. the trust in your collaborators yeah I think mm. when you choose your collaborators mm. you, you you have to really think of what they are bringing to the mix mm. you know and and really appreciate their expertise mm. and that that for me was really clear you know um mm. working with mm. with the, the two of you in this case um and you <laughs> in the producing <laughs> role no, 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 but i meant in the, no, but yeah. on the film, in the film. With them, yeah. and um and yeah i i i i know you have an experience and you have an eye that that I don't, and that's why I'm working with you, otherwise I would be doing it on my own, right? Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and then another key thing is that it wasn't an afterthought, I don't think. I think you knew we were going to make a film. Mm -hmm. That's where another thing that's is. That's a that... very important statement, right. I think, because I think in most cases, initially, it's a live performance, and then people decide later, oh, maybe we can make this into a dance film. But then they also go to it like, okay, let's make a film out of it. The choreography's already done. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they think it's going to be a really and then we just easy have to really process, just put don't it they? Press record and then we've got mm -hmm. it. But then you have to rewire that choreography for the, yeah. the, the new architecture. So, um, yeah, I think it's good to note if you are going to make this transition, think about it beforehand or at least know that you're going to be going through two very separate production processes. Absolutely. So you're going to have to get back into the studio again, mm. get in there. And, and even if you're not there with the camera all the time, show the, the cinematographer footage, you, you know, play with things yeah. and ideas. So I think it really helps to um, have that foresight so that you're not... Yeah, and be open to evolving and changing, like James said, and like you said. It's, I mean, that leads right into my next question, which is um, when you convert live work into to dance on screen, mm. do you believe it takes on a new life? So that's kind of what James was touching on, which is that it very much, in some cases, and some people feel becomes its own new work mm. because you know I, I believe that that's the case with a lot of pieces if you make a live performance and then you transition it to a screen piece mm. uh, you know it often becomes something entirely different mm. which I think is a, a good thing yeah but mm. some people have a hard time with that so as a creator as a someone who has created a live work and then said what you were saying mm. about making it into a film mm. They sometimes have a really hard time with that transition because they just want it to be a replica, 
you know, they mm -hmm. want it to be replicated. Mm -hmm. They want it to be a copy of that live performance, but on film. Mm -hmm. And I think that's some, you know, there's one, there's ways of doing that, but, but why do that when you can bring new life to something and turn it into something bigger and better and evolve it into mm. something completely new with this taste mm. of what it was live. Go yeah, on. <laughs> I, I also think that exactly what you just said is uh, the case not even for the conversion from stage to screen. I think it's also the case just a conversion from a concept in someone's mind mm. to screen mm -hmm. because what you you, if, you know, if you said, oh, I want to make this dance film and you come up with a concept in your mind and you envision what that film is going to be, mm. when you actually film it, yeah. you have to be ready for that to change. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and what you see in your head is not, is in most cases, not what goes onto camera. Yes. So it's like making a plan for best case scenario, but then being ready to <laughs> surrender it and let it take on its own body mm -hmm. uh, when it actually gets onto screen. Um, and that, I mean, obviously, that's the same as stage to screen, but even just as in seeing a concept and, and having it come to fruition, there's also a transition in that process. Yeah. yeah. We, we always say, like, on, well, we've been saying on our course what screen art kind of for us, and we always said, you know, it, it, whatever it is, when screen arts are presented, they shouldn't be able to be performed in a theatre space. Mm. Oh, I like that. Because though. if you're yeah. truly using film and dance collaboratively, then you then, can't replicate then it. You, can't, you shouldn't be able to replicate yeah. that live. So, with that knowledge intact, it, it works vice versa as well. If you're making work for the theatre, it shouldn't really be able to work on film. Mm. <laughs> as, so, like when as you the just same film thing. it, as the same when you just film yeah. it wide, and then you just film the whole piece as that one audience member in B25 would see it. <laughs> you're, 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 yeah. you're not even capturing what a live performance would feel like anyway. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even if you go on stage, like, you know, some of the Matthew Bourne yes. uh, BBC full length pieces, um, you get on stage, on you stage follow the dancers yeah. and you give it a bit of a journey and narrative. still doesn't feel the same as seeing it live either. So you ha it has to really, um, it does change. It does, yeah. it does mm -hmm. um, change to fit the medium. And the thing is, I... I really believe that each different art form can say and 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 you know communicate different things. So why not use that chance, you know? And yeah. it's um, like I said before, I, I love cinema. I really uh, can get so much out of a good movie. Yeah. So you know, it. it but I also love performances, but they give me different Something experiences. Mm -hmm. And and I think just. Every time you're using an art form, you have to wonder what's your reason, mm. what, what is that art form contributing to what you're trying to express. And mm. it's the same I say with, with, uh, mm. with circus, with dance, with the mixture between circus and dance. Mm. Yeah. You know, what, what are I, they, yeah, what are they giving right. you? Don't try to use circus as dance or dance as circus or, right. you know, just right. see what they are intrinsically. Right. Yeah. Offering, yeah. I, I have a question about that actually, just a random question because circus, so much of circus, the joy of it, I think, is seeing it live and knowing the risk. Yeah, that's a good question. And I wonder if maybe the power of circus is slightly reduced by On being film. in the filmic space because the knowledge of they probably did this a few times to get it right. And it's safe. And it's safe. 
But it's only I only think of that in terms of circus specifically. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because circus is such a thing where you go. <gasps> yeah, you're like. You know, you're yeah. gonna fall. Do you have any? Do you have those moments in film when you're filming circus? Because that's a very good question. It is, and we ended mm. up not using circus. This, the main circus, <laughs> the main, yeah, the, the biggest. Um, it became its own scene, didn't it? It you became its own scene as yeah. a separate. Yeah. Short. But also the way we use the rope scene is not the. <gasps> There's, yeah, yeah, no, it's yeah, more yeah, about yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the metaphor of right. the binding, the binding. Right. Um, yeah. together. Right. Uh, it's, a, it's a really good point. I think you have those, those moments in scary films and in, <laughs> yeah. you know, so, yeah. so it yeah. for sure has to do a lot with the music and the editing. Right. Um, yeah. But also the, the possibility of filming it from a completely you know yeah, yeah. different place like uh, originally with the rope scene i was thinking oh you can film it from 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 above from the from a okay. tripod but then the tripod wasn't a leather one so you couldn't yeah, yeah. <laughs> but 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 you then know, that restriction or... gave beautiful moments like when daniel's hanging upside down in the rope scene and we don't see above his torso so we just see this head going like this upside down just yeah. so close to the floor and then yeah. we realize oh someone's holding it there you know yeah uh, yeah just be able to transpose it in that way but i guess in the way that you the the, the circus took on a, a more of a dancey aesthetic allowed for it to work in a filming in realm film. in that way i guess it was just a question that came up to me in yeah, your brain, yeah. I was like, obviously the circus that was in performed in the piece wasn't that like big lifts mm. and big jumps or any kind of you know tightrope uh things like that yeah, and i yeah. imagine when we watch tightrope or people doing free running on film or going across mountains or doing that <clears> you've seen the gopro with the mountain bikes yes and stuff you still get that you still get that feeling of <laughs> but i imagine it's, it's the long take aspect of it as well and you kind of know it's a bit more documentary I don't know. It's something to think about. I'm just chatting. I think it's my, the length. I think it's the length of the cuts too, because right. if you sort of don't know where it's going, and then you see the journey, and then oh, what's going to happen now? Mm. But I guess obviously in this case, that didn't really end up being what we used because it just turned into something else, and we mm. rolled with it, mm. right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, because again, it was a fictional yeah. narrative in that yeah. respect. So if it was a documentary, I guess it would be a different thing. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So um, put that in the ether. final question, oh the gosh. banger. Here we go. Um, do you prefer watching live dance or do you prefer watching dance on screen? <laughs> I haven't seen live dance in a very, like, it's very sparsely that I see. Live dance. Live dance. Anymore. Yeah, like I'll probably watch, for every live piece of dance, I'll probably watch a hundred dance films. <laughs> yeah. To be completely. Yeah, that's fair. Like even normal films. When people go, oh, did you see the new film? I'm like, oh no, I've just been watching dance films. <laughs> and then you can't go, oh yeah, did you see the new, the new Marlene Miller piece? And then they're like, oh, who are you talking about? You know? So um, I, I have watched so many dance on screen films and been working dance on screen. That... Well, yeah, but that's your focus right now. But obviously, but then I want to watch live now. It's so intense. It's so intense, intense emotionally yeah. or okay then it's like, oh my god they're like right there like oh and then i go oh them. this would be a really good film <laughs> yeah <laughs> but no but yeah it's a different it's more intense because i'm not used to being there yeah in, in, that, in that presence much anymore mm. it's like when you don't watch horror movies for a while and then you watch one and you're like oh my god this is the scariest thing like yeah. it's a lot because you're not given that that feeling it's very different feeling so i think i feel like i enjoy watching live more because I don't watch it as often. Yeah, it's, so it's I, more yeah, special to you. When I get the honor to sit in the presence yeah. of someone and not recording them, 
and just living them. Watching. You know, yeah, yeah not this separation yeah. kind of That's thing. That's very yeah. good point. It's actually quite refreshing. What do you feel? <laughs> but, um, yeah. I, don't, I don't really know. I think <clears throat> with live performances, you, you're very much part of, of the moment. And if, it depends on how you're feeling, what happened when you go to the theater, where mm. are you sitting in the theater? Yeah. Um, and, and in a way you can also get um, very put off by, by things yeah, around, around you. Whereas when you're watching a dance film, it's almost like your concentration is, is much more driven because mm. you can choose the moment <laughs> and that, that you're watching it. Mm. But at the same time, they just, ha they just give you different things. Yeah. Um, I think there is a there is a very powerful connection with the fact that it's being performed in the moment and that it's unique mm. and it's not um, able to to be reproduced. And then you know that you're you're witnessing this, and, and even the next performance, and they're it's not going to see the it's same thing. Yeah, it's, it's, gone. Same. it's gone. Yeah, it's like so. Uh, I think that that's something yeah. very very special. Absolutely. I agree. I think that it's really hard to answer that question, which is why I wanted to ask. But I've got it a flip side of it though. Okay, go. <laughs> performing in front of screen and performing live. Oh, that's that's a whole other ball game. Can Is I say what I was going to say first before oh, we go okay. into go that? On, go on, go on. Because <laughs> go on. I think that's like a whole other thing. It is. But in terms of experience watching it, being mm. a viewer, I think the main difference is, like you were saying, the emotion. Mm. But for me, I've watched some dance films now that really still evoke something very powerful in me. And I didn't think that was possible to sort of replicate that intensity of a reaction to watching dance mm. on film. I thought it was, you know, impossible to replicate that experience of being in the room and experiencing it live and feeling that intensity. And I think that it, there is ways that you can do it now because it's happened to me. But it's so interesting because as you said, there's nothing like being in the present moment with a person, a dancer, or a group of dancers, mm. and, and experiencing it with them, mm. you know, that's impossible to reproduce. Um, mm. And that does make it magical, but I think there's an absolute way to recreate something really strong on film. And it's so exciting, because it's very, very different. Mm. And I, I think, it, you know, I don't know if I could choose one or the other, because you get different things from them, like you said. It's, you know, two entirely different Mm -hmm. experiences mm. but from what you were saying about being on the flip side being in front of the camera yeah I'm I just saying it's kind of equates because when you have an audience in front of you your sense of performance is so different yeah like, and you're reacting to that yeah, energy yeah you're reacting to that energy and again it's the same they're doing the same thing yes so it's kind of vice versa but when it's a film you're imagining the audience that's going to be they're watching, watching you all the time or, yeah yeah or you're not you're trying not to be aware of the camera because yeah. you're in the moment of the scene, you don't, there's no audience. You know, that kind of thing, yeah, yeah. I don't know, it's, it's, it's an interesting one. Like, I guess in theatre, if, if you've got the fourth wall up, you're not uh, thinking of the audience being there, but, but they as definitely a, But you're right, because affect. as an artist, I mean, as a dancer being filmed, I'm like aware there's a camera on me, you right. know? It totally changes the way you move and the way you're energetically offering yourself to mm. the piece because you're aware that there's eyes on you just mm. as you are on stage. You're like, okay, they're watching now, you know, mm -hmm. gotta turn it on. But um, that's an interesting mm. 
perspective because I don't know I think it's different yeah I was thinking if there is a, a different sensation in this in the sense that when you're being watched by the camera yeah. you are also in a way watching yourself from the outside mm. it's like yeah your little mm. your little you is watching <laughs> you mm. is it looking at mm. um yeah. whereas when you are in a performance but I mean, I'm not saying this as the truth, but mm. I'm just thinking mm -hmm. out loud. When you're in the performance, it's, it's almost like you can go more intimately because you feel that that connection is going to happen. And then it's going to be gone. Quick. Like it's on a more in internal level. Right. Yeah. Whereas right. with the screen, somehow it has to be more projected outside. I don't know. But this, this is what these conversations sure. are about yeah. because we, yeah. it's, it's good to unpick this because it's like, okay, what is the difference? Is there any difference? Hmm. Like, there might not be any difference kind of at all. They're both very similar things. You have an audience at the end of the day. So you want to yes. make sure you portray something within that frame and that architecture that you're working Absolutely. with. Absolutely. I think um, it's okay to say that energetically it's different. Yeah. Because I think what you offer to a camera lens versus what you offer to an audience feels different from my experience. Right. So I think I would say that as a statement of fact for yeah. myself. Right. But. Well, that's the thing. I'm sure. Is, was it Sarah? The, Sarah, the Sarah, main, yeah, yeah, Sarah. So mm -hmm. she, her facial expressions oh, God, yeah. Yeah. are insane. <laughs> but and she's she trained had, actress. Right. I must say. And that's the thing. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, but it's those it's those subtleties and those new just little eyebrow that movements. That you can get on camera. That, that you can't, we manage yeah. to get yeah. on camera. It's like the moment yeah. that, that she she's like dancing, and then she kind of has a moment of realization, mm. and you see that shift. But I wonder, was that any different to her stage performance of that scene? Well, maybe not, he, but maybe you couldn't see it. You couldn't right? see it as much, and also, um, she, because of the mirror, mm. you, you're kind of seeing her looking at herself. In the stage performance, so in, no, no, in, the, in the in the film, right, right, you're right. you're looking at her yeah. watching herself. herself. Right. So there is something forget, about yeah. her watching herself <clears throat> that is quite interesting as an right, audience. Right. Whereas in the yeah, in the Life performance doesn't happen. She's just in an empty space. Mm. Right. Mm. Well, oh, this could go on as always. There's always more to say. But thank you so much for joining us, News. It's been joyous. Yeah, it's sure? been it's been absolutely awesome. Absolute pleasure working with you. Until the next one. Yes. You know, um, hopefully uh, Kumera should be out very, very soon, but check our uh, talk and critique about it as well. And also post your comments below about what you think about uh, moving from stage to screen or even the other way around if you've done it as well. Yeah. If there's any readings you guys have you want to post, then we can, we can talk about them later or maybe even the next one we can bring it up. But yeah, thank you for joining us. Have thank a wonderful you. rest of your afternoon, up, day, evening, whatever time you're watching it. James, big man in the game. Peace out. <laughs> this is NBC Talks. <laughs> Ciao. Bye. Bye. <laughs>